0: Hello and welcome to Developing the Leader Within Podcast, an award-winning podcast where I interview the top players in the leadership arena and we dissect leadership, management, and career development from all angles. My name is Enrique Acosta-Gonzalez and I use my more than 20 years of experience in leadership development to dig deep into complex issues and bring you the answers you were looking for. If a topic resonates with you, and you would like to explore how to overcome it, reach out to me at Calendly.com backslash triad leadership solutions to discuss ways to succeed. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Developing the Leader Within podcast. I'm Enrique, and today I have with me Misha Mebbin, CEO of Infrared Vision. She is a growth mindset disruptor for the 40 plus community, and I love what she's doing because she's helping to pivot mindsets from fixed to growth and existing to living. Misha, thank you for being with me today and sharing this podcast episode.
1: Thank you, Arinke. I'm glad to be here today. Let's bring the heat.
0: (laughs) Outstanding. Yeah, I'm looking at the red behind you, so I know that's going (laughs) to be a possibility. So first, before we get into, you know, Infrared Vision, we're going to be talking about that. Tell us a little bit about you.
1: Hi, everyone. How are you today? Uh, my name is Misha Mabin, and I am the CEO of Infrared Vision. I am a humble year old woman who uh, is just glad to be here today. I want to give God all the glory for waking us up this morning to see a brand new day. He didn't have to. So we just want to make sure that everyone understands if you're seeing us today, it is truly a gift in the box that we are even seeing each other today. So just praise him. I just want to thank you. Um, I'm just all about uh, at this point in my life, you know, not really bringing up all the past to get for you to get to know me, but I am a woman who is uh, in the DMV area. I'm from a small town country. Uh, town called Dayton, Ohio, but I've actually been uh fied and I've been in the DMV area for about 21 and a half years. Um, my journey has been one where I call the PhD in life because I remember When I was a woman um, around my age of 38, before I moved here, I just had a lot of life adversity, like a lot of people where I had uh, experienced divorce, lost a child, my one and only in 1996, and just wanted to pick up by myself and move to a new city to find do something new, find a new way of life and things of that nature. So I will happily say that, though, it has been a journey of a lot of um, job changes, layoffs, uh, no money to gaining money again to a lots of transition and adversity. Uh, that's where it has led me here today as uh, being the CEO of Infrared Visions. So thank you for your guests for listening in today. And thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely. Now, you know, you talk about adversity and, you know, we talked about the heat earlier and, and we know that, uh, you know, there's there's times that we're going to feel heat, you know, and, and not the not the good type. It feels at the moment. Right. It feels at the moment is not the good type. And then later on, we find out that, wow, had that not happened. Right. Had that had this not happened. Now, there's some tragedies that are uh, are beyond our comprehension. Right. Um, But you started Infrared Vision. So now tell us a little bit about Infrared Vision and why you went into this particular field. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, be honest with you, I wasn't looking to start a business at all uh My situation or my opportunity came out of just sitting at this very desk that I've explained in previous interviews um in twenty eighteen uh I was born in july so i'm I'm the Sun baby who likes uh, drop tops and rolls with Frankie Beverly music, but uh, uh, it was on that very day of my birthday of July 2018, where I was just thanking God for my life, because I had a cancer scare uh, a year and a half before, and I had two back-to-back surgeries, so I had to spend two years healing, and so I was just thanking him for my life, and just thinking just, you know, I've been a business uh, pharmacist pharma business development representative for about 12 years now. And uh, I just thought that was just the end of my purpose. And then next thing I know, after thanking for my life, I heard this audible voice, well, what you going to do for me? So um I realized, and I have to put it out there, that sometimes God will ask people that it's not a one-way street, it's a two-way street relationship with him. So although we want things from him, sometimes for some of us, he'll ask things to give, you know, give back to him. So I started getting a piece of paper out and he started downloading to me. The business name and things of that nature, and what I should uh, be focusing on. And it led to Infrared Vision. And Infrared Vision um, is a mentoring company that is designed to focus on the 40 plus community, not necessarily addressing the people who have it all together, but those who are uh, broken and they can't really pick up all their pieces. And that's who he wants me to get after. I'm very laser focused on that mission. Is it easy to get after the people that are having all their broken pieces and they don't can't find them all? Not necessarily because a lot of us think we have a lot going on past 40 that we don't, you know, have the space to change or what have you. But there are people out there, percentage of people who may have lost their child like I did, may have experienced divorce, May have experienced empty nest syndrome and things of that nature, and they are on the brink of depression or things of that nature. Of course, you need those other resources like a licensed, you know, counselor, things of that nature. But past that, my question is, is what is your next? And that's the space where infrared vision can come and help you mentor the people that I've mentored the last couple of years. You will find that oh, there's a lot of open-ended questions that can be asked to dig down deep, and they have had their own answers inside of them all along, but however, just don't have the strength or the wherewithal to bring it up out of them. Uh, one case in point is my 70 year old bookkeeper who thought she was happy to retire, and next thing you know, she wasn't. And I dug deep to ask her what it is that she really wanted to do during retirement. And the happy story is she is now my bookkeeper because she had that file filed away 20 years ago.
0: And that's wonderful to be able to get into somebody's life, (laughs) bring out things that they had done, forgot, and reinvent themselves, right? And so you talk about going from fixed to growth and existing to living. And we're going to talk about both of those separately because I want to focus on that now, first, uh, we talk about mindset. Um, you're bringing people from a position of, "Hey, this is this is all I got. This is all I'm ever gonna be. This is that's it." You know, I guess I'm gonna ride this horse to the sunset, and and you get a hold of them because you 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 speak about helping them pivot. So, how do how how do you find a way to get them? From fixed. And first let's let's just talk about what fixed is, and then we'll talk about growth uh, from your perspective.
1: Yeah, well, I'm my own. I say this in every interview. I you sound like a broken record, but I can't break away from it. I am my own perfect avatar. So uh, I used to be one that was sold out on a fixed mindset. I wasn't always this this way in terms of a growth mindset, you know, what have you. Uh, the fixed mindset aspect of Misha was when I lived in Dayton, Ohio, you know, I'm doing what everyone's doing, really, you know, what your parents told you, you know, I love my parents, they were born in the 40s. And like anybody else, you know, a lot of our 40 40s parents and 30s parents, you know, basically their instructions were in mentoring is, you know, grow up, you know, get a job, you know, go to college if, you know, you want to, you know, find somebody to love, get married, have children, you know, that is the the standard structure. Wouldn't you agree of some of the advice that you have gotten? And I'm not saying it's bad advice. It's just that what happens to the advice, no one talked to me about what happens to the advice if those things don't work out for you. So, for instance, if I'm growing up and I'm dreaming to become a mother, and then I go for that goal and it doesn't happen for me like it happens for everybody else, I didn't have a basis to bounce up against other than God to figure that aspect out. You know, I tell many people in previous interviews that. What happens when you have this label or title that doesn't work out for you? So if you're not going to become a mother, what happens to be honest with you, Ricky, that put me on my face. I was in a fixed mindset aspect on that. So that really almost took me out. You know, Uh, some people will say, well, how do you survive? How do you put a smile on your face after losing a child? I can't even imagine, you know what I mean? But the fact of the matter is, as you know, your strength. Uh, I know you relies in God. So I had to pull on something. You had to pull on faith or I was not going to survive. So that fixed, as, that fixed mindset aspect says you have a fixed set of beliefs that you're never going to be, or you're not going to go any further, or you always have done it this way. Uh, I don't need to learn anything else. Um, I'm good. But you say these things, but when you're actually sitting back in your own personal time, quiet self, you're not really happy. So the thing of it is, is that if you have these fixed mindset beliefs and you actually do some self-evaluation and you're not happy, what are you going to do about that? Some people, there are a lot of people, and you would agree in this world today, that are sitting in a fixed mindset. attributes. They want more, but they're really talking to themselves, that self-talk, and just settling right there because they don't want to jump out the box and discover anything new. That jumping to a growth mindset attributes or discovering something new, learning something new, thinking outside the box just totally chastises them in a way where they're like, okay, I'm good, but they're not really good.
0: Yeah. They just don't want any more opposition. <laughs> don't no more pain, no more crying, no more. I'm just, I'm, I'm going to stay here. It's, it's not, there's no friction. Uh, I, I don't have to suffer. I know where I'm at. Yeah. It's not probably the best place, nor is it where I want to be, but, I'm satisfied. I, I'm right, content. and the
1: other thing is, is I find with people with a fixed mindset attributes, I call them attributes or thought processes, is that sometimes because of their level of unhappiness, the three fingers that are pointing back at them while they're pointing a finger at somebody else, it's easy to do that, but are you willing to deal with the three fingers that are pointing back at you? And that's where strong self-evaluation comes in. I had to do it, and I thought I was a late bloomer doing it. I didn't, you know, when you hit my website, I tell you in my about page, it wasn't until I was 43, I'm 55.5 now, so it wasn't until I was 43 that I was actually willing just to not point the fingers at anybody else, but actually sit with me, sat, sit with Misha and do some really A to Z self-evaluation and figure out what is it that's going to make me happy. And because I'm a simple kind of woman, there really isn't no more than three or four things. And that's what is birthed infrared vision and how we serve you is those three or four things whether you agree with it or not, but the services that I provide are the services that I believe that can bring a total freedom to even be in a growth mindset space. And so what does it take to even entertain going from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset? It takes some deep self-evaluation and, and and some of it doesn't always have to bring pain. I think people and you and I were just talking about this before we signed on. I think some people, are addicted to wanting to stay in that painful place. And I, 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 I would like for you to elaborate. I don't really understand why. Because you mean to tell me that you're going through life in your 20s and 30s and 40s and 50s and 60s, and you don't stop and breathe and say, I need to have a certain percentage of, of, of happiness. I, I deserve more happiness. I deserve to get up and smile more. People say, Misha, you're always smiling. Well, the one thing I would tell you that was a negative about me is that I learned a bad habit of smiling through the pain, right? So that's another thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I was just watching a, a video of my Angelou the other day where she was like, take off the mask. Now, Infrared Vision had its first live event after it went live online in 20, 2019 on LinkedIn. I didn't know anything about the internet, right? So I've had to launch a business and learn things at the same time. But what I did do was God had called me to take that live event. And when I before I walked into the conference room to address the people, he had me go buy a mask, And I started that conference with a red and black mask on. And that's how I came in the room. And I just stood there still in front of 50, 60 people with this mask on. Because God wanted me to send a message that is before you deal with the world and how you serve them, you have to deal with self and take that mask off. So can you imagine me as an individual walking in the room and I stand there for five minutes in front of 50, 60 people with this mask on? They're like, she's not saying a word. And after five minutes of you looking at me, I'm just taking off this mask. And that was the message. That was the quiet message. And that's what a lot of us need to do in this day and time is to really Strip off our mask and move to a different place of a growth mindset
0: yeah, and that's uh powerful it's powerful i i I often reflect and and reference the mask when I'm talking about leadership development uh and I'm speaking to people about the way they process their leadership and how they present themselves and then they go somewhere else. <laughs> And you're like, uh, that cannot be the same leader. Yeah. Unfortunately, yes, it is. (laughs) They just had a mask. Right. So uh, I think there's a lot of areas in our lives that we'd like to throw. Um, and sometimes we're just raised with a mask. We're raised that way. Right. That's true. That's true. So uh, the parents will tell you, Oh, you need to press on. You need to, Oh, don't let nobody know. know." What's (laughs) what's wrong with letting somebody know. You know, uh, what I
1: grew up with uh, and my cousin was telling me this uh, last year because it's it was just bad advice is like what goes on in this house stays in this house. You know, I'm not saying anything negative. It's just what there are some things that you were told that were not very um, healthy for you because that statement alone says whatever is going on. Good or bad or indifferent, you shouldn't talk about. It. And I promised myself growing up that, no matter who I am talking to, that I'm an open book. F- mistakes, successes, or whatever for your learning, there is nothing that's going to be held behind the curtain, so to speak. Uh, that is not going to be revealed. Nor am I ashamed of.
0: Well, I tell you that uh being ashamed is is one of those things that uh, will will get us right it'll get us uh now there are some things that are shameful right <laughs> that that we may do uh and you know it's it's hard and you you had asked me earlier to elaborate on fix um and I liken it to stockholm syndrome right it's a it's a it's a real thing you're captive. And somewhere along your journey of captivity, you begin this relationship of dependency. And it is mind-blowing when you see a person uh, that has been captive, beaten, mistreated, and (laughs) downtrodden, humiliated, and all the other words that resemble something about bringing someone down and that same person will defend the offender yes <laughs> and so and so that is where we get fixed Where we're so used to a certain life that we <laughs> create a relationship with it and a codependency and almost an identity we identify with this ha- this thing, this, this thing that's happening to us, and we embrace it in a at a very detrimental way. Because right. you cannot go anywhere. At first, you couldn't go anywhere because you was held down. Now you can't go anywhere because you're holding yourself down. Right. And so, you you mentioned a uh, uh, growth. And the first thing in growth, I believe, and and, and you can elaborate on this, is you got to identify this.
1: Yes, you have to identify it and you have to go get the tools that are necessary for you. Again, lifting behind the curtain. You know, uh, I like to equate it. I know a lot about cars. I was just telling somebody this yesterday uh, because God has me in a place uh, when I'm doing tea talks with Misha once a month. Lately, he will not let me deviate from the um, message about alignment. But going either further back than, you know, sooner than talking about alignment is the fact that. What is it that you need when you have an Im- imbalance, you know, uh, and I, I believe the people need to understand as listening to us today is that right now, the way things are going in the world, there should not be any shame that you should go get the necessary tools before you reach a mentor or coach. Mine. I had to wake up in uh, even past, you know, not that long ago, 2018, I woke up and I still had some strongholds on me that I needed to deal with. And that doesn't reside with a mentor or a coach space that resides with me picking up the phone, finding a therapist that can help me with those strongholds. And you know where I'm going And so God has given us the space to choose many tools and there should be no stigma on you going to get the extra help in layers. You know, you have your education, you have the love of family and friends and support, uh, you have mentoring or coaching, but also we don't talk about enough where possibly you might need a professional therapist to go get some help. And so for me, I just picked up the phone and I called somebody, and I have still intermittently now to this day have an intermittent appointment when necessary with a therapist because the, that's the part of the toolbox. You see what I'm saying? You need that toolbox. We all do in order to be able to serve in the space and the world today that God has given you those assignments. And you should not be ashamed of talking about it. I've had some people hit my phone with infrared inquiring about their services. And I will tell you, Rinky, this one particular call that I got last year, I was, I was like, okay, God, I closed my eyes and my ears and started praying as she was talking. And I said, I I had to really pray about it because she didn't need me first. And I there's a continence to your voice that if you're going to address these type of situations, he's given me the talent to discern. So I said to her, ma'am, uh, I don't believe you need me right now. I believe that you need professional help first. And then if you want to come back around to this space after you do your hard work, then that's where the space that I can serve you. And whether you're a mentor or coach and you're listening to this conversation right now, I want to say to you, and I look directly in this camera, be honest with people. Don't just take somebody on as a client if you cannot really serve them in a space that you are qualified for. Would you like to elaborate on that yourself?
0: No, that's uh, that's, per- that's perfectly stated. And look, you if you deal outside of the elements and parameters of truth, all that stuff comes back. So, you know, any coach out there just grabbing folks because they got money and they can afford them and, you know, and they're taking them for a ride. That, that comes back believe me so uh, in, in it the does you have space. to
1: stay in your own lane i do not step out of the lane that god has given me i never thought that i would be in this space but he has told me that i'm qualified to serve a certain type a group of people and how i got to the 40 plus community is that because i was in business development with the pharma company Um, I was online in the background in 2013, but I was studying that there wasn't a lot of content and subject matter that was addressing a certain group. You see what I'm saying? Or a specific focus, you know, Uh, Infrared's brand is evolving. I'm very um, blunt about that. But I also in the near future want to start creating content around that addresses more of the aging topics you know, that are out there and not just about, you know, mindset and prosperity, but we have some other things that we need to talk about and deal with that are serious topics as we age, you know, and things of that nature. So you will see uh, the content evolving more and more this year, but switching over to a growth mindset is definitely where true, you know, growth can come. Uh, we do have to get there by way, like I said, of self-evaluation, but once you are saying yes, in my interview a couple of weeks ago, I was telling Jeffrey, I said, Jeffrey, we can't shake God's hand with a closed fist. We can't do it at all. Uh, we can't shake it. So once you open up that that hand and say yes is that's when you can start your true transformation and going over into a growth mindset. But I find that a lot of people um, that I've talked to at the age groups of 40, 50, 60, we have a huge point of resistance. And I don't know why. Can you expound on that yourself? When you come across those types of people, what do you do when you come to the point of a huge point of resistance, Enrique?
0: Well, you know, first let me talk about this yes piece. Right? Because as he was talking, I was reminded of a song from Shekinah Glory. And it's just what that's, yes, my right? that's my song. Right, so <laughs> that's my what?
1: song. So let's let's say it together. Let's say it together. Yeah. Will, your Will your heart, heart and soul, and say, soul yes. say yes? Right?
0: So it's a that's the let's go with the second verse hold on (laughs) will your spirit spirit still say yes say yes (laughs) and and and, and, wait wait let's
1: do the third one then i'm done (laughs) there is more that that i require of thee okay i'll relax go ahead (laughs) (laughs) okay so
0: you know it's a it's a song that sparked to be truly listened to the to the words and for those that are faith-based hey go look it up because I promise you you will not be the same just quiet the whole room sit down, close your eyes and listen to that and you'll be <laughs> you'll be done for the day you'll but be done It starts with a yes and you know for those that are you know in opposition, those that are holding on uh, you hold on to your detriment uh, you hold on to your potential death. You know, we're going to be talking about existence versus um, living right here in a second. Uh, But that's that's what makes a difference. If you're holding on and you refuse to let go and and let's say you are suffering from the Stockholm syndrome uh, and and you just you just can't find a way to let go. Hey, I'm, I'm telling you, it's okay because there's a lot of folks in that situation. But I'll tell you, the better the better uh, news is that those that chose to just let go and say yes can today tell you how much they've gone. A tree that does not grow cannot bear fruit. And that's just a fact, right? So if you want to bear fu- fruit for your future, you must grow. And it doesn't happen when you're fixed. It, it fixes it. That's it. You ain't going nowhere. But if you're going really- nowhere,
1: and I want to get people out of the mindset of Rinke that it's not just all about money, right? You know, money is not always should be the end goal when we're talking about growth. Growth means growing uh emotionally, growth means growing spiritually, growth means just growing in the openness as, as I'm aging. I am growing in the opportunity to see things differently, to talk differently, to walk differently. You know, especially when you don't want to hang with the group that's all about negativity and pulling you down in life. You know, there are just some people that cannot be on your front row. I talked about this uh, a couple months ago and someone else I was talking to. you got to be able to find and hang out with the people of and like-minded that can be on your front row. There are just some people that want to hang in the soup of negativity And you just go ahead, if you want to go ahead and switch over to a growth mindset and see things life differently, then go ahead and move in that thing. And if you have to leave people behind, you were talking about a tree, well, then you're going to have to prune some people from your tree. And I have found with my own personal self that you would be surprised the types of people that you have to prune. You would think, family is coming along with the ride with you, some of your longtime friends coming along with the ride with you, you will find out that once you start making a transition and a personal decision to not hang out in negativity and downtrodden or, you know, um, addiction or pain and stuff, when you find out that you are gaining the freedom, especially through Christ Jesus, you will find out that, oh, you mean to tell me? You know, maybe mama or daddy or brother or longtime best friend is not coming with you. They're not buying into that. That is, that have, that, I'll be honest with you, that was the first thing that kind of woke me up was like, oh, so and so, who I'm close to or who I love and hold so near and dear, is not going to be on my front row. Oh my gosh, that is a reality that you have to face. And then you just go and say, oh, well, maybe their assignment is on the second row or the third row or way back in the corner. But you have to make a decision that you're going anyway. Let me ask you something through your growth process. Were you surprised with the people that you had to pr- uh, prune from your tree?
0: Um, Actually, no, I wasn't surprised because Jesus said, hey, you haven't lost dad, mother, sister, or brother. And, you know, and and he, if you look at that list, you're like, "Hold on, what you mean lose?" <laughs> right? It for my sake. It, it when it comes to Jesus, that list does not equate, right? And and I love all of them, but when it comes to Jesus, he said, "You ain't even lost none of those for my sake that I'm not going to bless you about." So yes. you know, and and so it didn't surprise me uh, as I was transitioning from. Uh, a a dead state, let me just say that a dead state in my life when we talk about existence versus living um who had to go right and 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 I always liken it to I'm a gardener, right I love the garden, I got a nice tomato plant going outside right now, and you know when you look at the at the uh, at, in terms of gardening, when you look at tomatoes um there are some branches, you know some leaves. That their sole purpose is just to gain sun. That right. is it. That all they do is gather the sun. Right? There's other pieces of that of that plant uh, that are made to get the water. Right? There's another piece that flowers, and that's where your fruit comes. But not mm-hmm. every flower produces a fruit, and not that's every true. fruit that's produced can uh, can withstand the wind that's hitting it all the time, and they fall off. Right? That's so. True. You, if you look at life in terms of a plant, not everything is meant to stay. Yes. Not everything is meant to stay there the entire cycle of the life of that plant. And so you got to look at folks that way as well. You know, what happens with those little branches with the with the with the leaf that gathers the sun? Once they've done their job, they wither out. And so what do I got to? I got to go out there with my little trim and plop. Pop that baby off because right. it served its purpose. It no longer serves the purpose of the plant. It's done. And so a lot of folks don't prune. And what happens is their plant gets overgrown by dead and unproductive things and people, and they just weigh them down. And they start to basically block out the sun. It's supposed to feed them. Right. So and and when when people, hey, people try to block out the sun. Now, you know what sun I'm talking about? Hey, I say, no, we got to clip that.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. You got to clip those branches so you can see the sun, the sun, Jesus Christ. Uh, and even if you are not sold out on that, just clip the branches so you can see. Your son. Um, switching over to a growth mindset or existing to living, I like to equate that existing is equated to a fixed mindset. That's equated to that. And when you're switching over to a growth mindset, it's equated to living. You know, so the thing of the matter is, I believe that in this day and time where we're at here in 2022, You know, we're living in the great state of the great resignation. You know, people, COVID has made people really wake up to what is uh, important to them. You know, I wasn't downtrodden by COVID. I thought COVID was God's opportunity to, you know, I'm just going to tell the truth. I just thought COVID was God's opportunity to slow down the world and those that who know him. And trust in him, doing the Proverbs 3, 5 thing, is making people evaluate, why are you so busy? Are you busy with X that is important? Or are you busy with X that is not important? And making you really look into the mirror about, you know, those who have young children, you know, am I involved in their lives? those who have relationships. Now I'm not, I'm not going to be silent. I went through a change through COVID and a relationship status and, you know, just putting the mirror up and just finding out whether or not there are certain things that are healthy or not so healthy for you. You know, you have choices to make, you know, whether it's good or bad, Um, that's strictly up to you. But I have not Uh, despised COVID, because I believe that it was God's way of helping you reprioritize what is important to you and giving you time to slow down. And if you haven't used this time to actually reprioritize and do the things that are necessary, to maybe make a shift or a change, or maybe look at your life and grow more, learn something new, especially over the age of forty, I'm, I I had personally been praying that people have taken this time and maybe learned a, a, a new set of skills and things of that nature. What I did was start a business, so it has definitely made me. Go seek out uh, education about the Internet. Go seek out education about marketing. Go seek out education about how to start a business. Just go seek, you know, just because everything, if you seek it, at least you're learning something new. You know, I don't look at um, some of the things that people are looking at. You and I were just talking about this before we signed on. Yes, I started a business where someone might go online and look at infrared vision and they go, oh, she's only got 3,000 something followers. I'm not concerned about numbers of followers. I'm a human company, I'm about humanity, you know, where you're looking at the numbers, trying to decipher whether I'm success or failing. That's not what I'm looking at. What I'm looking at is, is, can I reach out to many Erikes? Can I reach out to many Mishas? Can I reach out to people in an authentic way that makes an impact so while you're looking at numbers and the worldly aspect of what you're looking at i'm not paying attention to those things i'm paying to the human aspect of what it's going to take for individuals not just individually but i'm also going to be a mindset disruptor in businesses i'll, I'll talk about that before we end this conversation but necessarily What's it going to take to impact change and your mindset from fixed to growth, from existing to living? And I'm not concerned about those worldly attributes that's on the internet or whatever case may be, because that's not the true testament of success. Success, and I know you're a leader about this too, is about actually impacting the world in a way that brings about true transformation.
0: Yeah, and true transformation is what you should be looking for. Uh, if you're looking for a Band-Aid, I guess you can go to any emergency room or <laughs> medical. Uh, go to the pharmacy, right? <laughs> you'll you'll right. get some Band-Aid. But there's some things that in life cannot happen unless you dig in deep, unless you realize where you are, unless you go from uh, existing, which is what we all do, Right. That's something we all share. We all exist until we stop, right? But we are all not living. And and that is the sad reality of life. Uh, there's a lot of people existing, almost 8 billion, right? Almost 8 billion, uh, but not as many as uh, as those are living. And so you have to, if you're listening to this, and you're one of those people that are existing and you want to live, you know, uh, then um, Misha is the one you need to get a hold of and 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 ask her about her services. You already know she's going to tell you if, if you're if you <laughs> if she's for you at that moment or not. Right. Uh, so so that's a good thing. Uh, and we'll have all that information. I'll ask you about that here at the at the end of it all to to make sure that we uh, cover that. But, you know, you're you're going driving people from one state to the other, from one uh, um, position in life to a position that can they can flourish. They can become the best they they can be, uh, given the time that they have, because like you mentioned earlier, right, we're here uh, by the grace of God and we don't know how much longer uh, we'll be around. Uh, So you're on the clock, folks. You're on the clock.
1: <laughs> yes. So God gave me infrared vision with the the spiritual base uh, foundation of the word of Proverbs twenty nine eighteen, that people will perish for the lack thereof of vision, uh, infrared vision. And I'm finding that in some conversations I've had in the last couple of weeks, that people are navigating their lives without a clear vision and i take that to the fact of that if you know that's that's terrible because you know if you're getting in your car again another car analogy and you're putting in the gps you know siri you know you have your start destination and Then if you don't put in an end destination, then it's just blinking at you, basically. So the same with your life. If you're wanting to uh, switch over from a fixed mindset to a growth, or if you are trying to navigate your life without a vision, I just talked to someone yesterday. They was like, I never even created. This is not about vision boards, but he asked me about one. And he was like, why do you operate your life off of a vision board? I was like, well, my last job where I went to where I got laid off in 2008, 9, 10, where I was in financial detriment, house heading towards foreclosure. Apparently, God wanted me to be at this job because when I arrived there from the president all the way down through the whole entire company of 100 people, you could not go to a desk without a vision board on the desk. Now, I thought this was crazy. I was like, what are these boards? What are these boards about? But what I found was, is that a lot of people had these very grandiose goals and, you know, were making $15, 16 $17 an hour. I was one of them because I asked God just to get me on somebody's payroll. I wasn't being picky, but after two years of being laid off, in debt, I was like, man, I just want to be on somebody's payroll. So he sent me this place. And for a while there, with this board, because if you didn't have one on your desk, you were going to get fired. I mean, the president will walk by any given day and say, Whereas your vision board is mandatory that if you're going to work here, that you have it on your desk. So I would tell you, I started out with these grandiose goals, like, oh, you know, the six windows, you know, in the house and the two Mercedes Benz out front and yada, yada, yada. Till God dealt with me and, and asked me to be more specific to deal with my current lifestyle, right? What does it look like right now? So I stripped the vision board and I start putting more specific. I'm a visual person. I'm dyslexic. So I like images, pretty pictures, colors, things of that nature. And I started dealing with my current lifestyle. I, I have it on the, I have to show it to you one day, but I still have part of the card of the unemployment card still on this vision board in 2022. And it reminds me where I came from. So I put the unemployment card on that when on the vision board, I put my current picture of my current car, I put the actual number of debt that I was in, yada, yada, yada. And I dealt with that specific problems and issues in my life. And I started working on them. And my testimony is this is a true testimony that I've zoned in on those things in the last five years, which is part of Infrared Vision Services. And I will tell you, I no longer in foreclosure, put over $107,000 back of equity back into my home. I'm no longer in $50,000 worth of debt. I am 92% bad debt free. will hit the bad debt free goal in July of this year. And I no longer have that mindset that I'm trying to impress somebody with my lifestyle, that I drive a paid for car since I've had since 2016, don't plan to change it. I changed the convertible top two years ago, but I didn't change the car. And what I'm saying is, it's not all about the finances, but what is your infrared vision for you to be free, in order to be in the space of a growth mindset that is going to bring a smile, God also says that greater are your latter days than your first. And He dealt with me on this: that as I'm aging, how in the world are greater are my latter days, Yourinke? And you know where I'm going with this: going to be better than my first if I keep evolving in the same process like a hamster on a wheel going the same thing over and over and over again. He also dealt with me to look up and start studying people in retirement. Isn't it a shame that we, a lot of us go from decade to decade with the same process. And on the average, he told me, he showed me this number. He was like, most people on the average at 45 dollars $50,000 a year make about $1.2, $1.3 million. And then a lot of us can't show at the end of that decade anything for it. When he put that up in my, my vision, my space, when I was meditating and praying, I was like, how much of a percentage of that is us? And the answer to that is is 68 plus percent of people right now are heading for retirement and sick at age 60 and 70 and are living in poverty. And what a shame that is to work all your life and never have this awareness and then move in that space when there's no more time left and you end up with nothing,
0: that's the true definition of existing versus living. And I, and you can't put it any any better. That's, that's how it is. Uh, and a lot of folks will not only continue to exist, but they will die in existence and cease to exist. Right. I, I want to li- live and, and continue to live. Right. And that's my, that's my goal. <laughs> and so I know that that's one that you uh, are a propon- uh, proponent for. So Misha, if Someone wanted to get a hold of you. Let's say they do identify with this fixed syndrome, with this with this mindset that uh they're uh they are just fixed and can't get a hold of uh, uh growth or existing and now want to live. How would they do that?
1: You can reach out to me at www.infraredvision and also um reach out to me and contact me. Uh we have just now started implementing some workshops. Uh, one of them will deal around a uh, vision print because some people, again, have not designed. I spun a word off of blueprint that I'm getting trademarked, which is your vision print. We're also dealing with, uh, have a workshop that we're creating for around mindset and cash flow. We do not claim to be financial advisors at all, but there is a certain around uh, mindset around you developing what you're doing with your money and your cash flow in order for you to be in the free space that I just talked about, as well as a few other workshops that we're developing, you know, in terms of dealing with a revenue in the red for like entrepreneurs, but my primary goal is, is not just to be mentoring one to one or. Uh, just group mentoring. I'm also going out into business development space uh, with different businesses. That is really my primary focus right there in 2022, where we're going to be mindset disruptors on uh, things like ageism, sexism, and things of that nature. I'm also uh, partnering with someone who is going to get infrared vision into the government space because I want to be able to help people with their mindset and social organizations, because we do have a lot of people incarcerated, and things of that nature that will need uh, mindset services in that space. And I'm sure you'll be happy about that. You know, it's all about freeing some people. That is my passion to be able to think differently. So you will not perish. For the lack of a vision that you will not perish without ever wearing a consistent smile on your face. And you and I both know it, Erinke, it really is a space where you can be free. Once you're free, you have that space with God to be creative and to really trust him in a way that he's going to take you where you really, truly want to go. I think people are trying to back into prosperity in a backwards kind of way, kind of like backing into your garage and putting the cart before the horse. But until you understand that there's a different way of doing things and trusting God in that process, that's where it can lead you into the space of a growth, a freer space of a mindset where you and I and a few others do reside. And we just want to be able to help people increase that percentage of people that they will be able to be prosperous in a way in their latter days before they die, before they perish. And it's just an important mission that has been assigned. And I just want Infrared Vision uh, to be a part of people in the 40, 50, 60 space uh, to help them convert from fixed mindset to a growth mindset. And I thank you for your time today. This has been a wonderful conversation. I'm very humbled by the time that we have spent together. And I just want, before I close, it's just You and I come onto the same foundation. And for those of the that are unsure about spirituality, you can't get through this life without the word of God. And for those who I'm no no shame in my game, if you haven't been sold out with God and Jesus Christ, I will urge you today just to get to know Him, just to get to understand what it is that puts a smile on Enrique's face or my face, because there is a toolbox that God has given us that is has the ability to, just that alone, change your mindset. And then you can reach out to the other parts of the toolbox, like you and I, to be able to help people convert over into a true transformation.
0: Outstanding. Well, folks, I'm going to have the contact information as part of the show notes and the video, so you can get a hold of Misha. And look, it it all starts with identification. Second, you got to let go, right? So hopefully you've enjoyed uh, this episode and and learned something interesting about the topic covered today. So make sure to subscribe and let us know by leaving a comment on YouTube, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter right now. Uh, We're always looking for new ideas and guests that we can add to our show. So if you know someone, or have a topic that you would like to fe- uh, be featured here on the podcast, we'd love to hear about it. Just email me at triadleadershipsolutions at gmail.com, and I'll look into that. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode where we dissect leadership from another angle. And as we like to end this show, success to you. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Triad Leadership Solutions and on Twitter at TLS underscore FL. Thanks again. I'll see you next week and success to you.